You're listening to a DM podcast. We are back in the football shed, the podcast for football fans that live in the wrong time zone. My name's John Hewitt and Jeff Gig is here. Hey, good day. And Roger Gibbs is here, cleaning his glasses. Hello. <laughs> Got to look my best for awards night, John. Awards night. It is awards night. It's the annual shed awards. And Rod, you actually uh, put a bow tie on. Yes, I'm snappy dresser, John. But, but no shirt, no jacket, no, just the bow tie and some other clothes. Just to let everyone else know at home, he's not sat naked. I did think about it, but then I thought it might be a bit <laughs> off-putting. <laughs> I'm so glad it would have been horrible. That would have been horrible for everybody. <laughs> Nobody wants yeah, to see that. The, the awards would have ended before they begun. Well, I mean, there's, um, a, there's a camera I can see myself, so even I'd have to look at it. I mean, uh, no. <laughs> that might be the first time you've you've seen your. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, Ross. You're just thinking about the size of your belly. Anyway, shall we? Let's move on. <laughs> um, Ross, did you bring a uh, beverage to enjoy the awards with? Yeah, uh, I did. I've got a um, uh, Hazy Days uh, Garage Project, some sort of haziness. It's good. Um, but I've already... Can you also tell everyone... Can you tell everyone what the other the beer was you had this afternoon that you sent us a photo of? Oh, yeah, that was good. So uh, Garage Project have just released a series of four like sort of special stouts called Surrender to the Void. And this one was a maple pecan affogato gelato stout. So affogato and gelato are two separate. Affogato is a coffee and ice cream dessert, and then gelato is like well, but it might be affogato gelato, I would imagine. So it's like one thing. (laughs) It sounds awful. It's too much. It was delicious. Eleven and a half percent. So had a nice kick. It was kind of like. (laughs) consistency wise it's like sort of like a treacle like it very is just like thick. a thesaurus vomited on a can <laughs> there, there is there, there is no rhyme or reason to it they just they just just shit out evocative terms that are barely related to things you consume <laughs> and then say it's brown or smooth no no you I can mean, taste it's, it's, you it's can taste them all. Crap. and i must say for lockdown, it definitely takes the edge off the parenting a bit, which is wonderful. Or well, anything. I'll take some. I'll have four, Roger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just to let everyone know at home, we are still in lockdown, so we are recording online. So that's why the sound is where it is. Jeff, did you bring a uh, exciting beverage for awards night? Cheap wine, John. I, I think it's, what, day 10 of lockdown? So all, all imagination has gone out the window, and I'm now on cheap red wine. Is it the gravy Excellent. wine again? No, 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 no. It's just, I, think, you, I think that was. You, I think that's been my favourite of all the shed drinks. I think your gravy wine was possibly my, my favourite. You were ill for like two days afterwards as well. I, remember, right? I can't remember the. Um, I can't remember the chap's name, and I'm sorry for for not giving him a name check. But I remember we did get an email from a listener about the gravy wine, which reminded me. I'm like, oh god, yeah, that was a that was a bad week. And amazingly, people heard that. So that that's the impression that you have of me, general public. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Gravy wine. <laughs> yes. I'm still on the uh, alcohol-free beers. Um, I have a ISO-Aid Haze. Is it a hazy IPA, Rog? Like oh, your there you ones. go, John. What do you think? But this one's all right, but it's 0.5% rather than 115 which is like a wine. Um, but yeah, it's all right. A, a pint right. of wine. I'm, I'm channeling my inner Big Sam. <laughs> in a big sense. Um, so it is the fifth annual Shed Awards. Now, for anyone who's not listened before, basically what we do is decide who the Shedder of the Year was. I think for the last four years I've won, um, but I can't remember exactly. So I'm going for five in a row. Selective um, so memory here. Yes. What we do is we go through our predictions, which we put in at the start of the year, Um and then we get points for whoever won the end game. And then we also do five awards, which we'll go through later on in the show. And we all put a nomination in for the award and then kind of mob rule on who should win that award. And everyone gets two points for each of those. And then at the end of that, we should have a score and know who Shedder of the Year was. Um, does that all make sense? Everyone happy? Well, we, we should say like subjectively Shedder of the Year. 
No, 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 like, no, Roger. No, it's that is, not, that is not, not an actual shedder of the year. That is the sentence of someone who has never won. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely shedder of the year. Um, but before we get stuck in, um, we do start with a question. I'm just going to do the little bit of admin. Um, if you want to get involved in the Football Shed community, head to our Facebook group, Shedders and Volleys. Um, and if you want to, if you're a bit more like Rog, you can shoot us an email at footballshedpodcast at gmail.com, old school. Um, right, John, I, I, w- I would like to say it before your question. Um, mm-hmm. We sort of, the, the community side of things started this year, obviously, um, mm. the, the group, and it's been great. I, I, I'm not on the community because I am um, don't have social media, but I through uh, you guys sharing things with me, I've got definitely got some enjoyment from it. And I think um, definitely a shout out to everyone that um, has kept engaging with that and, um, you know, sending things through to us. Even when you were MIA, John, and it was just me and Jeff fumbling through, we, we still got... <laughs> Um, people engaging with it, which I thought was amazing because we were awful. Um, so I, I just, <laughs> given it's the last one of the year, I definitely want to give a shout out to to everyone on the group. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely. it's, it's um, thanks for, thanks for listening, and um, it's been great to have you all involved. And totally. if I'm going I'm to give a, a, an award out to a general member of the public, I'd like to just name check Chris, who probably posts something on Shedders and Volley every day of the week and keeps me informed about what's going on with football. So, um, Chris Nash yep. on Facebook, thank you very much. Does that mean he's the volleyer of the year? Because we're doing Do Shedder of the Year. Do I get a point? Yeah. No. no. No, you don't get anything, Jeff. Um, right, question. This is question. Um, I've got two because it's awards night and I couldn't decide which one's best. So we'll go with this one first. Who became the first outfield player this year in the Premier League to feature in every minute of every match in two consecutive seasons? James Ward-Prowse. Wow. Jess, that is correct. Jess knew that <laughs> Someone one. Someone's seen that fact before. <laughs> No, I, I counted. I just counted Got it the in your Christmas oh, cracker, yeah. did you? <laughs> Let's see if you can get the question too, Jeff. Um, so Harry Kane became the third One player. Mushrooms. <laughs> 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 he became <laughs> the third player to top the goal and assist charts in one season. Can you name the other two? No in Salah. Premier League history. Nope. Thierry Henry. Nope. Uh, Andy Cole. Yes, oh, 93, yeah. 94 yeah, with Newcastle. Dwight, Dwight oh, it was Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. Um, Alan Shearer? No. Dennis Burkamp? No. This one's definitely a little bit harder. He played in the Premier League for a long time. Not English. Van Nistelrooy? Van, no. Van Persie? Van Persie? No. Anyone who drives no. a van? Ronaldo? <laughs> you got the, no, the you had the correct country with Van Nistelrooy and Van Persie. And Burkamp. Yeah. Um, so he's Dutch. Playing the Premier League. Playing the Premier League for two clubs? Maybe three? This is weird. Oh, we're going to kick ourselves, aren't we, I guess, after this? Did it at Chelsea. was definitely not Zenden. <laughs> Rob, uh, Robin? Uh, Robin. <laughs> no. no, no, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Ah, oh, of course, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. James Ward Prowse. <laughs> that was impressive, Jeff. You read the same stat as me. Um, right, let's get on to the predictions. So, well, I'll go through them all. A few of these are up for discussion. A summer set in stone because obviously you can't. If whoever came champions came champions. So, champions. Rog, you went for Liverpool. Ba-bam. I went for Man City. Correct. One point me. Jeff, you went for Everton. Correct. In September. We won the league <laughs> in, in September. Is there an opportunity here to issue minus points? No, no. Everton <laughs> won the league this year. We won it in September. Weren't you there? Don't you remember? We've already we won the league and we won Don't the beating Liverpool delirious. Cup. You guys... <laughs> It's just nonsense with you guys. You know we won the league this year. Um, so I get a point. You both don't, which is good. Well done, John. It's a good start. 
Um, second, um, who, who was second in the league? I haven't got the league in front of Man me. United. Man United. Man United. <laughs> so I went Liverpool, Jeff went Liverpool, and Roger went Man City. So no one gets a point. Third was Liverpool. I went Man United. Jeff went Man City. Roger went Chelsea. Zero points. Oh, God. Fourth. I I still think this is wrong because I I got the basically got the whole top four. So I feel like I should be getting points here. Wrong order, Roger. When we did predictions, we said this. It's got to be in order. I know, and I'm pretty sure I disagreed at the time, too. Yeah, I think we just overruled you. Mm. Mob rule. Um, Fourth was Chelsea. Jeff, you went Man United. Roger went Man United as well. I went Wolves. (laughs) 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 Which. Didn't quite come up. <laughs> okay, so John's um, yeah, the other no. with the points. So I, far. I can, okay. I can yeah. remember Sturdy. back to that shed as well. It was definitely a John Hewitt fact moment as you sort of oh, went yeah. on your little explanation about how wolves were going to be so amazing. Happen. Yeah, yeah, and didn't quite happen. Although no. uh, wolves manager might head, be heading to Everton. Jeff Nuno might be the next Everton manager. Nuno, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next prediction is relegated teams. So I went for Villa, Villa, Villa. Fulham, and West Brom. So I got two. Is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm, that's right. Fulham, West. Yeah. Jeff, you went for Southampton, Brighton, and West Ham. Oh God! So oh, none. God. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy West Ham in that one. And Rog, you also went for Villa, Fulham, and West Brom, like me. So Rog and I get two points each. And Jeff, you are still on zero. Um, top scorers. Now, can you? Can everyone remember who they went for? Who did you go for, Jeff? Team over. <laughs> That's correct. He did not win. Top scorer. Rod, who do you go for? Pretty sure I went for Harry Kane, didn't I? No, that's who I went for. Who did you sure go I for? for? Harry Kane. No. Uh, Abemiang? Other side. Yeah, Abemiang. Uh, <laughs> oh. So another Are point you sure? See, this, this is, is where, well. John, you're the only person that has it in front of you. So this is where you could be using some creative license. You could. You, We're very trusting. If you go to footballshed.com, go to our website and click on predictions, they're all right there. Oh, I was ahead go. of my time with Timo Werner. Ahead of my time. <laughs> Next season. Yeah. Now, player so John, of the year. You're looking good at the moment. Yeah, I'm on four points. Jeff's on zero and Roger's on two. Not often John looks um, good. <laughs> um, player of the year. I well, So this one, because you would predict it's not a... There is a player of the year, but then there's the PFA and then there's the football writers or whatever. So this is between the three people that we voted for who we think got closest to being player of the year, and that person gets the point. Okay, well, I ready. mean, it's a bit difficult as long as it hasn't been released yet, obviously. The Football Writers has, but the PFA yeah. hasn't been released. Yeah. So, I voted for Marcus Rashford. Jeff voted for Bruno Fernandes. And Rog voted for Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rog is out. <laughs> uh, you're out, John. Jeff's got this. And Jeff won. Yes. Yeah. Points to Jeff. Uh, I mean, uh, Bruno's on the short list for the for the PFA. So, um, yep. neither of our uh, shouts was. Because mine um, was cruelly this... taken down in his prime <laughs> by, by a Jordan clumsy Pickford. little strange man. Have you, has anyone seen Jordan Pickford's new hair? Well, he's got hair, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. He's got like this really kind of nineties side um centre parting. It's like he's in boy zone. Oh, he's, like is he channeling his inner Joe Hart? Yes. Wow. It's gonna end in tears. He's ready it? for yeah. his European summer holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> um the next uh, category is surprise player um of the year. Again, it's a vote for. I voted for Ethan Ampadu. Who was on loan at Sheffield United? That was another one you love, Ethan Ampadu. <laughs> I do. Um, Jeff voted for Grady Diangana, who was at West Brom. No. And Rog, you voted for Minamino. Ooh. Oh, I'll tell, you what. No, I'll tell you what. This is, this is tough. 
Not it's because nice we finish. all we were all good, but because we were all crap. We, now, my um, defence of Ampadu, he started 25 games for Sheffield United this year. It's definitely more than Diagana and Minamino played. He may have not played brilliantly, but he was a defensive player. He played centre-back and no, did it crappily. No, he was, I, I, he was, I, he was I, super rubbish this year. I think Ampadu. when Minamino finally got his chance and went over to Southampton, he's been quite good. I'd, I'd argue that Minamino, Minamino had a quarter of an incredible season which is when he got to Southampton and got his feet under the table, he, he was very, very good. But that was like for three weeks. a tiny period mm. of the Premier League season, which is a shame. You didn't even get a game in the first half and you got sent out no. alone. I mean, you can't say that's a success. Um, what, Ding- well, I don't Ding- think Ding- Diagana wasn't great either. No, he was, he was an impact sub too. So it's the flip of a coin, this one. I mean, apart from Ampadu, Ampadu's out. There's a flip of a coin between <laughs> Roger. <Rajan. laughs> maybe we should just um, not award a point all, for this one. Maybe we all get zero. No, maybe no, no. Crap. We've got to give a point. I reckon, uh, okay, well, I've got to vote for Rog. That's how it works for, because um, I'm not voting for Ampadu. Yeah, and I'm the same, okay. John. So you've got to decide. Well, yeah, I've got to decide, and I'm going to de- decide on if I can remember that player doing anything this season. I don't remember Diangana doing anything. I remember Minamino scoring a goal. Fair so enough. So Minamino wins. <laughs> Fair enough. That's logic <laughs> speaking there, John, that is. <laughs> Point to Rog. Now, well, that was awful, player. guys. Come on. That, that, we were crap there. <laughs> we really were. True. It gets well, it doesn't get much better now, Rog. Um, so this is the flop player or team of the year. I went for James Rodriguez. Yeah. Jeff went for Leicester City. Mm. And Rod <laughs> went for Spurs. Wait a minute. I, John, I would argue that this is much better than the previous one. I think there is a, there is a strong argument to be made in all cases there that they, those options have flopped. Oh, you can't say Leicester flopped. Mm. I think they you can. Fit. What happened? Well, John, they won the what Cup. happened? They came. They missed the Champions League on the last day again. No, no, I'm bowing <laughs> out of this one. You can't even argue. Out. I'm bowing no. out. Leicester okay. did not flop this year. Leicester had a great year. Um, Hammers was, yeah, in- was doing your job for you then. I, I, I mean, Hammers <laughs> just burst onto the scene, looked brilliant, and then was injured a lot. When he came back, everything was, um, you know, the games that he played, he was excellent in. Uh, which means that I'm not. I, he can't have flopped. He was just injured. But then, is that a surprise? Look at the last no. fucking twelve years that he's played football. He's been injured half a season. So you know, it is what it yeah. is. Um, what was the other one? Spurs. Yeah, they were dreadful. Spurs. Dreadful. Dreadful. Spurs were awful. So yeah, I, I think Spurs. Rod wins this one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay. So that means Roger's on four points. I'm on four points, and Jeff, you're on one. So this is now healthy. <laughs> the next. Um, Award a prediction, sorry, it was the sack race. Um, so this is whoever this is obviously has to be done on a time frame. So I they, can't remember any of these, sack. by the way. Was it was this an extended season? Like, or has this been normal length? No, it's just been locked down, sure. all blurred into nothing. I have no memory of these at all. Well, Rog, you voted for Scott Parker, and he is still manager of Fulham, so you don't get a point. Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jeff and I both went for Dean Smith at Aston Villa, who oh, is doing quite well, and they came 11th. Um, so neither of us get a point. So no one gets a point for that one. Now, the last one is the wild card, where this is where we can come up with anything and we can put it out there and hopefully see if it happens in the season. Now, we don't know what anyone's going to put for this, so we all just came up with it randomly, but we all had very similar themes. Um, Jeff voted for... Jose and Frank to not finish the season. So Mourinho and Lampard are oh, not at their clubs. So look at that. Look that's at a that. little bit easy, isn't it? Come on. Oh, no, at the beginning it, of the season. Come on. It, that is Those two sentences there are exactly what you said. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> with the predictions. Roger's like, oh, that's a bit easy. Jeff's like, oh, no, they've got to go to great season. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, about right. Rog, you went for Jose, Frank, and Arteta to not finish the season. Which is just, it's incorrect. It's just wrong. So it's You're wrong. Um, my wild card was that no managers would be sacked. Oh, God, John. <laughs> you never know. 
I love your face um, so that's sometimes, John. That your your posi- your little positivity. Every so often, it just sneaks in there. A bit of positivity. Um, so that's the end of the predictions. That means I'm on four points, Roger's on four points, and Jeff, you're on two points. Oh, I needed that so. point. Fuck off, Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the next round is for Endgame. So we play the Endgame every week at the end of the show. Whoever wins the most gets three points across the season. Whoever comes second gets two. Whoever comes last gets one point. Current scores are me on four points. Jeff and Rog, you're both on three points. Allegedly. Allegedly. We record uh, it, Rog. You can listen. Yeah. <laughs> I check. Oh, I will go back and check. <laughs> it says there's only like, only adds up to 10. What about all the rest of the season? We changed there? the game we halfway the game, through. Didn't we? we changed it to the end of the I, I can't remember any of this. But what about it's when we were playing the old game? Don't, beers we're having at lunchtime. Don't those points count from the when it, when it was the previous game or no. not? Okay, no. doesn't doesn't matter, John. No. Keep going. Yeah, yeah no. keep going, John. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Who brought this? <laughs> not. Um, but that means we're going to have a deciding end game now between you two um, to see who joins me on four points um, and who gets comes last with one point. So. This week's question is... Oh, here it is. Yes. Okay. Um, Rog, because you're whinging so much, you can go second. Jeff, you can go first. What I need you to do is name every player to have ever won the Premier League Golden Boot. Now, remember, there is a few that have kind of won it, like a few people, three people won it in the same time in the same year and stuff. So there's there's a decent number of names up here. Uh, Harry Kane. Correct. Alan Shearer. Correct. Mo Salah. Correct. Uh, Robin Van Persie. Correct. Um, whilst you're going quite well, just to let you know, the rules of this game are if you get them all, I lose a point. So that will put us all on three points, by the way. So just let you know. How many uh, are there? Uh, quite a few. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Correct. Uh, Thierry Henry. Uh, correct. That was my next one, Roger. Uh, Van Nistelrooy. Uh, correct. Uh, Jamie Vardy. Correct. Oh, that was a good one, Rog. <laughs> that was a that was a really good one. Um, Suarez. Correct. Uh, Correct. He was joint top scorer in 2018-19. Joint with who, John? Um, Mo Salah and one other, which you have not named yet. Uh, Sergio Aguero. Correct. He was in 2014-15. Andy Cole. Correct. 93-94. Wayne Rooney. Ooh, I don't know. Wayne Rooney is not on the list. He was never top scorer. Now, Rod, wow. you have to get this one right to win. Uh, I think the third, the other person tied the year you talk about was Sadio Mane. Correct. Rod wins the points. God damn it, Wayne Rooney. Yeah, no, he's not on here. The people you didn't get was Berbatov, Tevez, Drogba, Anelka, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. Kevin Phillips, um, yes. Michael Owen, Dwight York, Dion Dublin, Robbie, Robbie Fowler. Uh, no, Chris Sutton and Teddy Sheringham. We'd have got quite deep, I think, in that. There was Chris a few of those. Uh... Yeah, Chris Sutton was in ninety seven, ninety eight, yeah. joined with Owen and Dublin. Excellent! Wow. Okay, well, that's another loss, another loss on the board. Strike it up. <laughs> So that means Roger's on four <laughs> points. I'm on four points. And Jeff's on three points for end game. Um, so Roger and I get two points and Jeff gets one. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That'll be right. Yeah. Stupid game anyway. So stupid, stupid in the schedule of the year totals, Roger and I are on five points and Jeff's on three. 
now we get to the actual awards. So each of these awards are versus two ver- worth two points each. Um, so you're still I'll in what the award is and what it kind of stands for, because they're all a bit silly. And then everyone has to put forward their argument for each person, that their, um, their nomination for each award and why you think they should win it. And then we will vote on it via mob rule. So the first award is the Matt Letizier Award, which is the player you have enjoyed watching the most this season. Jeff, do you want to go first? I would be amazed if you both didn't have the same player. Because this this was the easiest answer to give that I could that I could think of. So I'm sorry if it sounds really straightforward and, and not creative, but Alan Saint Maximan has loved Saint Maximan. me away. He voted for a non last year on this award. Yeah, but he still exists, doesn't he? he still exists. Yeah, but and he's, 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 he's most still. No, but okay. So, player you most enjoy watching when he plays for Newcastle United. That's that was the question, right? Yeah, yeah most, true. When he plays for Newcastle United, he is an absolute joy. He yeah. is free of the shackles of traditional football, and anything can happen. I fucking love it. I love that bloke, and he, and he can dance. Football entertaining again. So, and he's not. Um, he's good on the internet as well. He's good on social media and stuff. He's funny. Yeah, Look, he is he's, funny. He, he's in he's... my seven, Jeff. I'm not going to oh, lie. He's in right. my seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're only allowed to give one. You can only choose one. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't read I don't, them all out. Just I don't want to give you the six. Oh, am go I on, going next, am I? Yeah, go on. Well, <laughs> I'm going for this player because I thought – I can't say a team here, can I? No, this is a player only. It has one. to be a player. So yeah. I'm going to say a player because of the team. Yeah. So I'm going to say Patrick Bamford. Yeah. I'm going to say Patrick Bamford because Leeds were so good this year. And every time I, you know, saw them play a game, it was great. But as a little sort of, um, you know, side story or, uh, you know, a, a little additional thing to the game and watching Leeds and really enjoying it. Patrick Bamford was great too, because you never know what you're going to get. And he might score an absolute worldie and be amazing and then miss three sitters. And I, got so- I really enjoyed that. He's got so yeah, many problems I- with that. So many problems. Like, he is the most frustrating player I've seen all year because of everything you've just said. He is, but isn't that no also great? There's no enjoyment. Like, you could have chosen. I, I get what you wanted to do with Leeds, right? And you could have chosen so many Leeds United players and I'd have been right on board the train. If you just said Rafina, I'd have been Rafinha, right on board. yeah. But, I did, but, I did but think you about Rafinha. You, you, chose, you chose little Southern Posh Kid because... <clears throat> Roger, uh, pot kettle, and and you're like actually you've chosen the most frustrated footballer in the Premier League. There is I like no it how you turn to insults to try and win your <laughs> argument here before John's even given his. Um, I in my shortlist I had Bamford. Oh God. Uh, yeah, but you didn't choose him, though, John. You didn't choose him. No, I haven't chosen him. Yeah, you're smart. He wasn't my well, I've only chosen him because of Leeds. That was I. I wanted to choose Leeds here, and I couldn't. I've gone for N'Golo Kante um, because at the end of the season, Chelsea have been brilliant and Kante has been back in his position being the best at his position in the world. And I just think it's a bit of a joy to watch and we kind of feel a bit lucky to watch him when he genuinely is five players in one and just runs around in the middle of the park and he does it with a smile on his face and he has a great time and he just looks like a big kid going... This is great. I'm loving playing football for Chelsea, and that's why I think Kante should win it. Look, he's, he's on. He's in my shortlist again, but I think there's a bit of a but with Kante this year, which is we all know he's really good, and we all know what his best position is. Apart from it seems some managers that are crap and don't play him, <laughs> you know. In his best position, where he's two players, they try and play him where he's like one not very good player. Yeah. Um, and so I, because of that, I don't know if I can, if I can give him the award, John, because it's kind of he had a good second half of the year when you know Chelsea realised that he's really good at what he's really good at. But what about <laughs> the rest of the year? I'm not sure. No, but I, and he he was so good towards the end of the season and watching him so happy after winning the Champions League I just yeah 
I bloody loved it. So so basically the votes are Jeff's gone for St. Maximan, Roger's gone for Patrick Bamford, Leeds. and I've gone for Kante. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go. I've got to go. Kante because I I got no pleasure out of Bamford this year. Nothing at all. Oh, you Sorry, talk Rog. about Bamford all the time. You love him. You've got a little. Not, you've got a little tattoo of him under your armpit. That that gives me no pleasure. It gives me no pleasure. Um, um, can I can I also for, nod to uh, Suchek just because doesn't look like a footballer. Um, yeah. And is so ugly, but was great this year. And KDB, De Bruyne, yeah. just because of the uh, sort of Broken outside face. of the right foot. Well, no, just the outside of the right foot passes he plays. Like, I could yeah, watch those they're, they're on, insane, yeah. on repeat again and again and again. But we don't want to hear all seven, Rog. No. All right, I'll stop. Who are you voting for, Rog? you got to vote for either Kante for me or St. Maximan for Jeff. I I do I really like them both, um, but I I think I'm <laughs> going to go Saint Maximan just because we know kind of know Kante's amazing at what he does, and I I want to I want to pick a, a flair player here. I don't feel that this is a um, an award where we just get someone that's really good at what they're doing and they. Just repeat it again, yeah, and again, and again. I, I want, I want something that is um, a bit out of the ordinary, and I think Saint Maximan is that. And I, I'm a bit reluctant to do it because Jeff has him up for this award every year. Um, <laughs> but out of the two, I'm going to go for Saint Maximan. Um, so I have to pick between Bamford and Saint Maximan, and I had Bamford in my shortlist so it makes sense for me to go for Bamford because but, I feel like it's a bad um, <laughs> but then we would well then we'd all have one vote each mm. and so no one would win and because St. Maximan won this award last year I feel like we should just make rename it the Alan St. Maximan <laughs> award and yes. give it to him so yeah, Jeff wins. Yeah, yeah. get him up on the wall get him up on the wall is he up there already yeah I'll do a mural Get a frame. Um, so that means uh, oh, Jeff gets two points for that. It's two points reward. So we're all on five points. Oh, oh, there we go. Steven Stevens. <laughs> Next award is the Roy Hodgson Award, who is retired this year. So this is a player or manager that needs to give up and retire now. Well, it looks Rod, like the, the, um, the whole Crystal this? Palace squad took that message <laughs> to heart, John, today. <laughs> they, they even have 11 players. They just got Zaha, Zaha and Ezzy, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> injured, and Zaha wants to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ross, you want to go first on this one? Uh, I think there's only one answer for this one. Oh yeah. Uh, and I can't believe he's in a job again already. Like I just don't. Are people blind? Uh, it's Jose. Fuck off. Yeah. Retire. Go somewhere else and be miserable. <laughs> Live in a monastery or something. But just leave us alone. Like, I just. I cannot believe he got a job again so quickly. I really can't. Like what? Like we've now just seen it again and again. And like what yeah. a Roma thinks going to be different. I just um, no. Nah, it's I've talked about his longevity because of the way that he that he is, and you know his style of coaching. And I think he's he's gone. John, you can go Jeffa? second this time. I'll go second. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for Frank Lampard. I think Frank Lampard didn't do very well at Chelsea and did okay at Derby. And now if he gets another job and does really badly at Palace or Wolves or wherever he ends up, then he's slowly going to be, he's going to be badly there. And then Frank Lampard, the great England player who was brilliant for Chelsea for years and years and years, is just going to be known as a really distinctly average manager and going to become a Mark Hughes that everyone hates or a, a Steve Tim Bruce, a Tim Sherwood. Yeah, exactly. So walk away now, Frank. Just let it go. It didn't quite work out for you. You've earned your money. Just enjoy life. Don't put yourself through the misery. So I think Frank so what would he do? Like he'd, he'd be a pundit, surely, if he's not going to be managing, I would imagine. He won't just yeah. disappear. No, I'd quite like him to just disappear. I'm happy for him. To... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need too much Frank Lampard in our life. He can just go and live on the beach. 
Poor Frank. <laughs> Jeff, what okay. about you? I'm surprised that you guys didn't, didn't do this either, but this one was easy for me. Pep Guardiola. I mean, fuck off. <laughs> if there's a man that's ruined football in this country, it's Pep Guardiola. He's, he's like, he's taken the fun out of it. He's created this monster that, no matter how much we kid ourselves, is just an endless conveyor belt of monster. And I just want it over. I just want it done. Can we just finish this epoch? Like, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm so fed up of it and I feel like the next 10 years are going to be exactly the same and and he's probably single-handedly ruining football for everyone and they're going to sign Harry Kane and just carry it on forever <laughs> yeah so fuck off and it will only get back to normal when he fucks off and actually they get a, a nice shiny new cog for the machine yeah exactly exactly right like you just want him to get a, like a Mancini again like, score from cutbacks yeah so Pep can go Okay, so the nominees for the Roy Hodgson Award are Pep Guardiola, Jose Mourinho, and Frank Lampard. Tough, this one. Um, I'm going to vote for Jose Mourinho, because I can't stand Jose. So him winning any award that tells him to piss off, yeah, great. So I vote Jose. Hmm. I've got to, I've got to go, Jose. Even though I do your logic on Frank Lampard, John, I do appreciate, and I do think that it would be sad for him to be remembered the way Sherwood's remembered. Like it would, it would be a yeah. really disappointing way to end his career. And I actually think that there is a a small whisper of that already after what happened at Chelsea. And it's amazing how quickly it happens. But we remember yeah. Frank Lampard for his footballing ability, and it was phenomenal what that bloke did from midfield. And I don't but want he, it to be ruined. Just starting out. Like I feel like we're are we being a little bit harsh in that you know he should he, are we saying he should disappear before he even starts because that's, that's kind of what you're no, no 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 just don't just don't take another Premier League job like stop what you're doing reset start from the beginning and see whether you're really good at this job it's a brand new job and yes you were advantaged because you were very good at the thing you're trying to teach and you also have connections all over the footballing world your doors are open for you but take a step back and learn how to do it and go slow, and then you won't look ruin at, your legacy. Look at John Terry at Villa. I can't stand John Terry because he's a twat, but look what he's doing at Villa. He's been there for four or five years now and just quietly learning the trade. He's going to be a better manager, and Frank Lampard's gone straight into the top, and it's gone wrong for him at Chelsea, which the, the, it could only go wrong, really. There wasn't any other way it could go. Um, and now where he, he can't really do what John Terry's doing now. Does he go and become assistant manager at Crystal Palace? No, he probably no you're right. He's kind job. of made a rod for his own back. Like it was always yeah. a risk that if it went badly, because now that would be seen as going backwards. Backwards. And you can't, yeah. you can't go backwards. So, yeah, I, yeah. it's tough. So but I go that means Jose. So Roger's both voted for Jose. Rog wins. Jose, so two points. fuck off. <laughs> quickly do you know i was genuinely happy though that he took a job in italy because if he had taken a job in the premier league it would just oh, again i can't deal yeah. with this so life's a bit good. better without without him in it yes so the roy hodgson award goes to jose Mourinho. now this is the next award is for the west brom slash fulham award um this is the player team or manager that you have a love-hate relationship. So like a yo-yo team, like West Brom or Fulham, you like them one week and then the next week you hate them. Um, have I gone first yet? No, go no, on, John. You go first. My nomination... Nomination? Nomination. nomination. <laughs> These alcohol-free beers get into my head. Um, <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm having an alcohol-free stout at the moment. It's delicious. That shouldn't work. Well, what's this one? Can you give us the? Um, yeah, I'll tell you um, what, John. You're you're lucky because it's so much better now than it was. Yes, this is a full flavour, non-alcoholic stout upflow brewing, brewed in Australia. Upflow's not a good name. Sounds like vomit. <laughs> no, probably, especially not a stout. Yeah, yeah, good. Anyway, John, your nomination. James Madison. Irrigation. James, James Madison is my vote because one week you think this guy's brilliant at football and should be in the England squad and should play for England as a number 10, scores a wonder goal into the top corner. He's brilliant. Next week he turns up with a really weird backpack on. You're like, you're an idiot. Just go away. You're an arrogant <laughs> little prick. We don't like you. Your hair's stupid. 
um, and then next week he's brilliant at football. And then when it gets to the end of the season, when you think, oh, Leicester are going to get the Champions League, he breaches COVID rules. You're like, what do you just screw your head on and get it right for a whole year? You can be the best player in the league. And so, yeah, for me, up and down, up, like one week he's brilliant. Next week, I can't stand him. So James Madison. I, I would say, John, that that is as part of James Madison, though. Like there are players that, and they're often these number 10s, you know, they're all, they're a bit of an enigma. Um, probably they're like that because they've got all the ability in the world and they don't have to try very hard to do it. And so often they're dickheads. And which is why you, do, end do you up need having... a bit of, do you need a bit of dickhead? I don't know, but I kind of, I don't know. Like I almost like it. Yeah. But I'm not, what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with that because that means that you kind of end up having a love hate relationship with them. And the award is for having a love-hate relationship with a player. Instantly, you love... I would love James Madison's... If I was a Leicester fan, you'd love him. But you'd also really hate him. Because at the big, important times of this season, he let the team down. But yeah. also, he won you games. So you just have... It's yeah, constantly yeah. like... So I'll go, I'll go next. Go on, Jeff. I went for James Madison. Hey. I, wow. No joke, John. I went for James Madison for exactly the same. I was seeing footballing genius. Uh, and then the next week, I'm hearing stories of him throwing house parties and getting dropped from the team. Leicester losing games because he was dropped from the team. I, I'm, I'm looking at this kind of roller coaster. It's the Euros this year. How could he not have pulled his head in? Uh, yeah, you know, he it's should be so in squad. disappointing. Of course he should. Like, he, if he were, had the discipline, he would be ahead of Mason Mount. He, he, he'd yeah. be the head of head of Calvin Phillips. He would Greenish. be yeah. Yeah, exactly right, but he doesn't have his head screwed in. He will never get his chance for England, and he will be a wasted talent. Yet, when I watch him play football, I love it. And so, so, and I hate that I love it because he's so good, and all that does is rub salt in the wound. So, I went James Madison again. So what Great happens, choice, Jeff. What happens here? We both get points. Yeah. Well, well, well I vote for John. <laughs> so come I, on, are you? I'll, I'll show you my my list here as well, but it, it's James Madison. It's no. not. Oh. I, I'm just, I was just going to say that to get the points too. But uh, uh, I had I had Bamford on this list. I know, uh, yep. obviously, I can't win, but I'll, so I, I had Bamford on this one as well, um, which probably says all it needs about Bamford. But I, I went for Man United. Yeah, nice. Bruno slash Man United in that I hate Man United, um, <laughs> but I really enjoy when you're not very good. But I also <laughs> kind of, you never felt this year that Man United were going to win. No. Um, and there were times when I really enjoyed the football that you played, scored some great goals. At times there was some brilliant free-flowing attacking football, you know, when... Um, Fernandez, Cavani, Rashford—you know—we're all we're all doing their things. It was great to watch at times, um, and I almost was it was a bit of a guilty pleasure because I really struggle to enjoy Man United because I have such a deep-seated um, dislike. <laughs> and and but there'd be a moment like that, and then you'd get a dodgy penalty, or yeah. you know, be not quite out of the title race, and I'd be like, "Fucking United!" So it's kind of. <laughs> But it was an unusual feeling, this feeling of actually, you know, there being some enjoyment there. Like, it's the first time for a lot. I did, I, I mean, I, yeah, as I said, I did, I've enjoyed the downfall of Manchester United greatly. But in terms of United doing well and enjoying it, I can't remember it, any a feeling like that since a few really guilty pleasure moments in Europe when United <laughs> were like the best of, you know, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't want another the European English team hope of to win. Yeah, it was yeah. the only English hope, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm supporting United. I feel so dirty." But I kind of, I, I yeah. might have even done a bit of a, you know, yes or something. <laughs> I, I hate that I'm admitting this in public, but, um, but yeah, I, there was a bit of a bit of enjoyment there for me. For you, know, it was a bit like Chelsea last year. You know, when Chelsea yeah. had that free hit year, and you just kind of like enjoyed some of it. For for me. Yeah, at times this year, I, um, I, re I really enjoyed the football that United played. Yeah, I said it. You make a good um, point, Rog, but I'm voting John Madison. Yeah, so Jeff and I both win because we both got Madison. So two yep. points each to both of us. <laughs> Definitely. Which, 
puts us all on seven points. Two awards left. Four points left to play for. Um, The next award is the Virgil van Dijk Award, which is the player or manager that has most benefited from this weird season. Now, Jeff, you came up with this award name. I'm presuming you're going like Virgil van Dijk because everyone now thinks he's brilliant because he wasn't there, so he looks great at Liverpool. Is that what the reason you were putting him up for this? Is that have I, I read that right? John. I can't remember, but it's just it's good to give him a, a quick mention. <laughs> how well, he's done this year, you know. <laughs> okay, because well, I was I was thinking it was people that are like out something because he's been out of view. Everyone's gone. Oh, he's yeah, better. But then yeah. he was world player of the year the year before, so you can't really get better than that. Well, yeah, so, or, or, or I, th- I think the whole point of the award was to look at um, the fact that it's been such a crazy season, that advantages and disadvantages different people or teams differently. So who, is, who has gained the best advantage by the year being so strange? Nice. Can I go first? Yes. West Ham. Oh. West Ham are not a team that should finish fifth or sixth. Um, they... Uh, I, I was going to vote for in the needs to retire now. I was thinking about David Moyes because it's not going to get any better. Like they've had their time in the sun. It's gone really well. They've lucked out with the injuries and the players, Lingard hitting form, <laughs> Antonio so being good. <laughs> and then, then they, so I just don't think it's going to carry on at West Ham. All the conversation of, are oh, they going to build on this now and they can really push? It's not happening. Like the squad's <laughs> not good enough. We've talked about how bad their facilities are, the training, but they don't have a decent stadium. It's weird. Yeah, you're right. It's it's so funny because it's kind of like like West Ham would com- like the whole of West Ham would completely disagree with you in that they would feel that they're now in their and I'm sorry, any West Ham fans that are listening, but they they would feel they're in their rightful place. You know, yeah. they're a big, they're in a big club and a big stadium, and they've finished. You know, uh, in yeah. a position in the league where they should finish, but they think that every year, and then they finish thirteenth. And like this yeah. year, they actually didn't. But you're right; it, it is very West Ham that cannot last. No, so my vote for the Virgil Van Dijk Award is West Ham because I think it's circumstance. A bit of luck and a run of form at the right time has meant that they finished sixth and got into Europe the, where they should. What's, what's the weird nature of the season contributed to their success, though? Um, lots of people, lots of injuries for other teams, people not being quite together, Spurs being a bit of a mess, Everton not quite getting it right, they, Everton's home form being a complete mess, which was probably down to the crowds. West Ham not having a crowd is probably a benefit. Um, like that crowd at the London Stadium got pretty toxic for a bit. So I think they just, them playing behind closed doors and getting on with their own thing. And actually, for a lot of the season, especially at the start, playing quite boring football under Moyes, it got better as the season went on, as Lingard came in. But there wasn't any kind of, oh, come on, West Ham, play the West Ham way. Moyes could do his set up defensively, get it all right without fans booing him and stuff. So I think they've lucked out. I'll go next, John. I went for David Moyes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Jesus. I went for David Moyes, and I went for David Moyes because of the last point that you said. I think is exactly right. So, how does the season being so crazy positively affect someone? There is no way David Moyes would have had the the patience of the fans to get through the first half of this season the way he did, especially considering when he went in, the reaction to them going back to David Moyes was very poor. No one Mm. thought that was a good decision. The West Ham fans didn't think that was a good decision. It was like they'd taken a step in the wrong direction. And if you go to London Stadium, they'd taken a step in the wrong direction after the few years that they just just endured. He wouldn't have got a very good reception, let alone if he'd then gone through three, four months playing really dry, defensive football. By the time David Moyes actually found his feet and started turning that team into a a really well-oiled machine, he'd have been under extreme pressure which this year he just wasn't. He managed to get past that period of of changing the team into his vision without any of the pressure that any of the other West Ham managers would have been under. And now he's got to the end of it. He's bought himself three years, in my opinion. And he's done that because he's had the freedom to do what he wanted to do without the pressure of the West Ham fans. So I've absolutely gone for David Moyes. I've got a question here, John. Yeah, go on. On the awards run sheet it says player or manager but you said West Ham and now Jeff said David Moyes 
So what are yeah. we? Oh, it didn't say team, did it, John, on the running sheet? Ooh. Well, no, but I mean, because if it's not team, John's going to say David Moyes, which means that basically you two have rigged, rigged the system again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, who, what's your vote, what Ron? You who you vote? Yeah, well, your nomination uh, might blow us both well, away I'm and we'll be like, I'm oh, let's vote for slightly them. surprised, Jeff, actually, because I thought we might have gone for the same here. Um, mm. I've gone for little Tommy Tuchel. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had him In on my the, list as well. I, I just sort of feel like he's kind of waltzed in. We all knew that Frank was going to go. Like we said, we we went on about it last year. You know, last year was a free hit. All of a sudden, there's lots of money that's been spent. We literally play- predicted it. We literally predicted it. Play- players <laughs> that have, you know, lots of players brought in, pressures on Frank, he's gone. And I kind of then feel that, you know, would that have been as easy for Chelsea to do with Frank being, you know, having um, the, the sort of stature that he does at Chelsea in a normal season, maybe because Abramovich is just ruth, ruthless, but I don't yeah. know. And then, you know, Tuchel's just come in and everyone thinks he's a genius. Um, and I mean, yeah, he's, you know, he's done, he's done quite he's a good job. I, I, I guess he's won the Champions <laughs> League, but I kind of quite feel that it, I don't know how much he's had to do, though. Really, I kind of feel like all the players were were already there, and he's he, just had to get them set up a little bit better than they were under Frank, which isn't that difficult. Because he made, well, he Frank made a team who could defend, he was doing. defend, defend in about two weeks, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, but, but, I, a, but I just okay, sort of, let me stop you. Let me stop you there, John. Uh, he made sorry, stop me there, Rog. He made a team that couldn't defend that had excellent defenders defend well in two weeks. Yeah, it's it's not like he made a team that couldn't defend, and he trained them, and he coached them, and he drilled them. The, I and mean, they've their, got a captain is is Thiago Silva. Mm. Like they have they have phenomenal defenders. Rudiger, Thiago Silva, the excellent wingbacks, and and not only that, he brought back more experienced players from the fringes. So so he didn't exactly train them to be defenders. All he did was set up their defense like a football manager would, and not like but Frank Lampard would. But if you're in charge of a top six or seven team in the Premier League, you should have loads of good players. Like that's a standard. You've got loads of money. You've got loads of good players. What's the point of the manager? Setting them up correctly, getting them out there, send them out there in a way that means you're going to win that game. Frank Lampard couldn't do that with that group of players. Tuchel comes in and wins the Champions League. That's incredibly oh, clever. Mm-hmm. But well, but I just see there you you know you've bought in, John. I just sort of feel that you've bought into the narrative. There's just this. He's kind of just turned up, you know. Uh, it's all just happened, and all of a sudden he's won the Champions League. He could walk on water, and he's got a three-year contract, and aren't things great? And I'm like, has he really done that much? I don't. I don't know. I'm still. I'm still not convinced. I still He'll be think gone by Christmas. Gone by Christmas. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that was so, my. He, he was the one that immediately came to mind for me because I think if you, I, I, I suppose I thought about it, where he was, you know, before he came hmm. in at Chelsea, and I mean he was a fairly highly regarded manager. Obviously, he was successful at PSG, but you know you yeah. can't be and you know, did all right at Dortmund. Yeah. But I now feel like he's being, you know, he's won the Champions League, and everyone's like two calls the man, and I just sort of feel like it was all set up for him. Yeah, okay. So the nominations go to West Ham, David Moyes, or Thomas Tuchel. <laughs> now, on a technicality, I probably got it wrong by going for West Ham because I didn't write teams in the not uh, in the options. So I'm going to vote for David Moyes with Jeff. <laughs> Who are you going to vote for, Jeff? Well, I've got to vote. I've got to vote for Rog because you're you're yeah, disqualified. I'm, I'm mucked up. So Rog. You got to uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's so David I mean, it, wins. Yeah, look, I think yeah. I. It's interesting that you both went for that, and I, you know, I, I can see why you did, and I mean, it, it's definitely. Um, I'd love it if West Ham prove you wrong or prove us wrong, and they mm. do sort of kick on um, next they year. No, I don't think they will. But <laughs> what will happen? But it doesn't mean they they'll, sp- they'll spend thirty million on a striker that none of us have ever heard of, and he'll be crap next year. 
And then they'll go, oh, this isn't worked. Let's put Antonio back up front and they'll just stay up and they won't get relegated. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the way Moyes works. I think that's the way West Ham works, but that's not the way Moyes works. And Moyes has taken ownership of that kind of stuff. Remember, he could have bought, he could have and should have bought a striker in January. They'll finish he seventh, John. He didn't see anyone <laughs> that was of value. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Rog. Seventh will be the West Ham Cup from now on. <laughs> last um, of the last, last award. It's the last award. So the points are Jeff's on nine, I'm on seven, Roger's on seven. So Jeff has come from being awful at predictions, but good at bullshitting shitting to us about his award nominations, which sounds very Jeff, actually. Well, uh, there's also two <laughs> default wins there. True. So let's let's not – it's the um, – who was the Australian speed skater? Uh, um, Brad, yeah. Bradbury, Bradbury, is it? Or, yeah. yeah, Bradbury, where everyone else fell Stephen over. Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> The uh, last award is the European Super League Award. So this is the thing, event, person or team in the football universe that has made you want to vomit most, aside from the European Super League this season. Who wants to go first? You want to go first, Rog? Um, No, because I've got a big list. Oh, God. I want to hear yours (laughs) first so that I can then go a different one. I'll go first. Draft excluders. Oh, I've so, got it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, shit. So when people are taking a free kick and then you have the wall and then you have some oh, bloke yeah, lying on his okay. back yeah. <laughs> next to the wall. Everybody does it now. Everybody. And do you know, this year... So they call it your draft excluders. Yeah, this year <laughs> was the, la- the um, worst the record... <laughs> The um, worst record for direct free kicks being scored in any Premier League season ever. So basically, people don't score from direct free kicks. It doesn't happen unless you're James Ward-Prowse at the moment. No one also scores from kicking the ball underneath a jumping wall. Like, it happens once every five years. Like, we've seen it every so often. But now, every time there's a free kick, some poor bloke has to lie on the floor and (laughs) face away from the goal and just wait to be kicked in the arse with a ball. And it's pointless. I, I hate it. it. <laughs> so that is my most hated thing for the year, basically. Oh, yeah, I'll go next, Rod, just to give you time to chip things off your list. Spurs charging £60 for tickets for the last game of the season and then putting everyone in the top stands of the stadium. That was, yeah, that's a good call. That was so horrible. So considering at the time what Burnley gave it away for free, Clubs all over the place are doing it for 20 quid and they're putting them behind the goal. They're putting these fans, they are going, we want as much atmosphere as we can from these 10,000 or 6,000 people who are, however many people come. What Spurs did was they charged the most in the league, 60 pounds, but because of the European Super League, they put them in the top stands in case they protested. They didn't want it to look bad for the sponsors. Now, if ever there is a thing that makes that that is the microcosm of everything that is wrong with football, and it makes me want to explode. So, yep. if your question was what what made me want to vomit most for the year, that particular instance Little, is like yeah. the mm. everything that sits behind that makes me want to fucking scream. Yeah, that's an excellent nomination, Rog. Well. <sighs> Well, can we have anything? I've got so many things to do with the ESL, but we obviously can't have anything to do with no, the ESL. It's got to be aside from the ESL, so can't even have like the the press releases following the pullout of no. the ESL from the no. clubs and. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're always difficult, aren't you? It's always difficult. Imagine being married to me. It'd be horrible. Um, all I could see now is a player lying down for free kicks. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I've, I know I've got VAR on here because I fucking hate VAR and it, it yeah. takes takes um, in my enjoyment away all the time. And as a, as a scientist, it just it really, really, really gets to me that something is being given as fact when it's not like a hundred percent fact. This is the answer. No, no, it's not. That's not how things work. Like, there's a margin for error here. But anyway, but that, that's not really wants wants to make you vomit. Um, so I think I'll, I'll have to go for um, social media abuse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of, of, of players in the, yeah. you know, th- this season 
you know, we haven't got fans in the in the ground, which I think we all realised once a few got back in that we we really missed that. Um, and so there's, you know, how we watch football and 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 um, how we engage with it, I suppose, is, has has changed a bit because of that. And I, I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but I would imagine there's probably more on social media than there's ever been because you know no one's in the ground, so they've got a sort of we're all watching these weird games with no one in the stadium and everyone's writing things about it and there's lots of keyboard warriors out there but like the players are humans too and they're you know doing their job in a very very difficult environment and just all these fucking dicks who just you know spout racist abuse or you know pick on particular players or just just don't it's just, it's just every you just see it and you're just like oh fuck off every and every time there's one yeah. it just like it, it just sort of it, you know chips away at you a bit and it makes you it takes you're like well do i do i love this game do i want to be involved yeah. in this when there's these other people that and this is what they do and I, I i don't know that stuff just really makes me want to vomit yeah no i totally agree it's just it's really tiresome and painful and boring and it's just oh, just stop it like we're still what, here what? like i thought aren't these cunts yeah. dead yet like fuck yeah. off <laughs> well that's the problem is it's all kids thinking they're funny and uh signed up with fake accounts and then oh, going, I, oh, I, yeah, blame their, I blame their parents john it's not the children <laughs> it's their parents. Agree, right? yes. <laughs> but yeah it's a bloody disgrace um sorry, sorry that was a rather rambling response there no. i realized <laughs> So the nominees for the European Super League Award are people on social media being twats, um, draft excluders, and what was yours, Jeff? Spurs charging £60 and putting people in the rafters. That's right. Yes. I'm going to vote and I'm going to, like, obviously social media is horrible and hate it, but I also don't want to give them an award. So I'm going to vote for Spurs (laughs) (laughs) being power charging £60 pounds to go to the last game of the season i think you're spot on it's horrible so that's a hundred dollars yeah i a hundred dollars the 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 draft excluders i would say makes me want to scream more than vomit like it's so (laughs) ridiculous it's like you fucking idiots just get up you're a good footballer why the fuck are you lying on the ground but the spurs thing because it's all linked to the esl as well and that yeah i I just uh, in terms of a definition of something that makes you want to vomit that is it and it is just gross and so Jeff gets it Jeff gets wow. my vote what would you vote for Rod uh, Jeff um, just so we know oh well I'm just going to make a, a, a token gesture to anti-racism and go <laughs> red <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you that can, means you can European... make it part of your victory speech. <laughs> Thanks for the platform, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> the European Super League award goes to Spurs and their sixty-pound tickets to the football. Fuck off! Fuck off, <laughs> Levy! Fuck off, ESL! Don't come back. <laughs> Which means the end scores are Rod and I are on seven points, and Jeff has somehow pulled out a win with eleven points and becomes Shedder of the Year. Year running. Oh. <laughs> a dominant, dominant performance by Bradbury in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he came from. Well, well done, Jeffa. I think that oh, was. Oh, thanks. Uh... It's excellent. It's excellent. I've not got a speech ready because I don't um, didn't expect to win. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably better than most speeches that do happen. Thanks. See ya. Um, well, that brings us to the end of the fifth annual Shed Awards. Um, wow. We are going to have a bit of a break over the Euros. We're going to watch the Euros, but not do podcasts. We're just going to enjoy it and get up at five in the morning and watch them. Um, before we go, in two words, no, maybe one, well, it depends how many. Who's going to win the Euros? Jeff. Italy. Rog. England. Ooh. Turkey. John. They're not. They're, of course, of course, they're not going to win. <laughs> no, watch, watch out for Turkey. They're my outside bet. So uh, none of us said France, and we all should have. None of us boring. I'm not actually going to say he's going to win. I'm just going to say who I want to win. 
Yep. It's never going to happen. Gareth, Gareth's not going to win anything. <laughs> He'll have a paper bag on his head again by the end of the um, end of the Euros, doing adverts for some fast food company. Oh yeah, for Pizza Hut. Well, it's, it's been a great um, it's been a great season, and John, it's great to have you back for the end of it, considering how the 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 end of the actual season season panned out. So it's, it's great to be able to tie it all off like this. It's lovely to think that we've been doing this for five years. Yeah, it's crazy. Next wow. year will be our sixth season. That's pretty insane. Good, good, good mass, Jeff. Good mass. Yeah, six <laughs> comes after five. Um, there yeah, definitely so- hasn't been a season where you've died before, though, John. So that's quite memorable. No. Yes. <laughs> I'll well, be a I mean, new the, man the, next season. The further you get in a in a series, you have to go to more extreme measures to keep people engaged. That's the yes. principle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like what was that? that TV series Lost? Yeah. Be a polar bear in the next. It's all year. a dream. <laughs> Just get a polar bear next year. Yeah. You've been listening to John Hewitt on the podcast, or have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be a twist. We can have a twist next season. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, it has been an eventful year, um, but it's been really good to come back for the last couple of weeks and finish off the season. Um, and we're going to go and enjoy the Euros. Um, but yeah, don't forget to stay in contact. Look us up on Facebook. Um, join the um, Shedders and Volleys group and we'll be on there over the summer, winter. It's winter here, isn't it? But for the summer break for the football season. Um, but yeah, thanks, everyone. Anyone got anything before we go? No. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>